Hi, thank you for listening to Unsexy America. I'm your host, SC, and today we are back with Raunchy Restaurants. I have Unsexy Chelsea here. She's hi, going hi. to be talking. <laughs> she is going to be talking about shit bartenders hate. And um, yeah, Chelsea, take it away. This is a really perfect time for us to discuss this topic because, you know, um, I don't know if anybody's aware of the fact that the night before Thanksgiving is referred to as bartender's Christmas because everyone is just out drinking, being completely insane. So I've been internally screaming for like the past two weeks. Um, and, you know, that's also called Blackout Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah. For <laughs> You know, it's a it's a good money night, so you know you take the good with the bad. But there's a I've got a lot of really strange customers, so there's there's a few key things that that bartenders hate, and um, not even just bartenders, but people in the industry as well. I was talking to someone else in the industry at work um, recently, and they were telling me how they try not to be a shitty customer while they're out, but they find themselves doing some of the things that annoy us and it was just as simple as them not bringing their glass back to the bar for me to refill it as opposed to using an entirely new glass which by the way guys like it's not a big deal but it is annoying because like when we're busy like there is such a thing as running out of glasses like you know i've had so that is is that number one no would that be considered number one no, this is a precursor. That is chump change compared to what we're going to talk about today. Um, but we get paid to deal with this stuff. So like I said, I guess it's worth it. But um, I'd have to say the number one is what I like to refer to as the ultra dietary restricted. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You know, I support your life choices. That's fine. Just go to other places that support them with their business, not just their <laughs> opinions. Like, I'll tell you I support you, but it doesn't mean that my business does. Um, like the vegans. Can you define? Okay, so it, this is, we're talking vegans. We're talking the gluten-free people. We're talking people like me who are keto. <laughs> you know, Vegetarians. I hate to say that, you know, I hate you guys for having your own life choices, but it's more like, don't choose your life choices if you don't know what you're talking about. Like gluten-free people. This is really, this is a stickler for me because I don't know if you're aware, but gluten doesn't exist in liquor because it gets destroyed in the distillation process. So when you have someone come up to your bar and ask you what kind of gluten-free liquor you have and you tell them that it's all gluten-free and then they argue with you, like that's a real, real issue with me. Um, like, you had that happen before? Yes. Yes. Like, oh, I can't so, drink this. So, I can't drink this. So what is... Like, I mean, obviously beer has gluten in it. Yes. Um, but, I mean, vodka doesn't, right? Vodka, whiskey, tequila. The, like I said, the distillation process des- destroys gluten. And there's actually a vodka that that markets to this special kind of brand of stupid where they literally have gluten-free on their label. And that is nothing more than a marketing ploy. So heads up, guys out there. Guys, girls, all you gluten-free creatures there's no gluten in liquor drink away (laughs) so maybe you should make like a list of um like things that people can drink maybe that's something that people can go to at unsexy chelsea and see like a a list of like this is what you can order if you're one of those assholes that's gluten free this is what you know i think that would be pretty cool no that's actually a great idea um you know because there's so many classic cocktails that 
involves something that somebody doesn't want to drink. You know, we're all very particular people in this day and age, to put it lightly. Um, So yeah, I'm going to come up with a nice list of craft cocktails for everybody to try out. And I guarantee there will be no gluten. And I'm not a big beer person myself. Like I appreciate craft beer as an art, but I just don't. I'm not a beer person. So craft cocktails, it is. Awesome. Speaking of craft cocktails, I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's, you know, I I spoke about craft cocktails um, in our first podcast about how much time they take to make and how they frustrate me, which kind of leads into the next thing that I really, really hate as a bartender. And that's what I like to call the time killer. And that is someone who comes to the bar and will order one drink and then you go and make it. And then when you get back to hand them their drink, they order another one. And then you make that drink and you come back with it and then they order another one and so forth. Like, Wait, I've never heard of this. What is it? Okay, so why are they, what's the purpose in ordering the drinks time after time? There is no purpose other than, I don't know, maybe to create confusion and chaos and self-loathing. Like, I don't, <laughs> I really don't know. This is something that I've never been able to wrap my mind around. Like, I don't know if maybe their mind is so slow at processing information that they literally can only order one thing at a time. I don't know if they're just kind of making it up as they go. I guess I'm kind of confused. Like what would that look like? So if I was sitting at a bar and I was like, Hey, Chelsea, I'll have a, um, a Manhattan. And then you go and make the Manhattan and bring it back. And I'm like, Oh, and my friend here will also have a Cosmo. No, no, no. That's, that's, we're going to get to that one. We're going to, I call that, I call that the great friend, but, um, no, (laughs) similar, but not the same. This is someone who has maybe five drinks. And I assume that, that they have the five drinks in mind already, but for some reason they want to see you execute each one individually. Like I myself can pour multiple drinks at once. It's really not a difficult concept, especially if you've been doing this a long time. Um, so like when you go to a bar and you want, four beers and a shot, tell the bartender, I want a Bud, a Bud Light, a Miller Light, and a Lagunitas, and a shot of Jack Daniels. All at once. We can handle it. We got this. Trust me. <laughs> Unless it's a really bad bartender and they can't do it, then you need to see someone else. But but most bartenders can take more than one order at one time. Like We're very capable of multitasking and keeping a lot of different drinks in our head at once. So, And it's really... It's frustrating because especially when the bar is busy, like you've got people shouting drinks at you the whole time. So if I can get five drinks from one person and a two order drink from another person, like I can make seven drinks in one sitting, you know, like if you order three draft beers and the person next to you orders two draft beers, I'm going to go make five draft beers. If that makes sense, like you combine orders by how convenient it is in the bar. You know, we have a certain way that we arrange the bar. You know, there's our speed rack, there's uh, drafts on this side, whatever, however your bar's worked out. So when we have 10 different people ordering things, we take little bits and pieces out of each order and put them together and make those drinks at once and then take the next set and make those drinks at once. So we're able to bring out drinks as fast as possible. And that makes us more money and keeps people happy. Gotcha. Cool. So, so far we've covered, just for the people listening on live, hi. Um, So far we have covered shit bartenders don't like. And the first two things, the number one was people who have 
who come to the bar and want to basically talk about how they hate or they're gluten-free or they're vegan and they want to make that everyone else's problem. Um, <laughs> second thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to laugh about this because I just, I can't go home. Well, home. you know, it's the same thing like with me because since I am keto, like I get kind of like annoyed sometimes and I'm, I'm annoyed to my boyfriend too because, you know, we'll you know, as a, like, we'll go out with his family to eat and they'll all be like, oh, hey, we're going to go get, you know, burgers. And I'm just like, oh, I can't go there. Can we please go somewhere else? And it's like, I'm inconveniencing a whole fucking group of people because I decided to have a lifestyle choice and want to be an asshole. So it's like, I, I feel like a total asshole. Like, especially you know, at Thanksgiving. There's a way around Dude, that. I, it's I called know, the lunchbox. At I, <laughs> Dude, at Thanksgiving, I had to make my own pumpkin pie and I felt like a dick. Because everyone that, else is eating all this. It was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. But it was still the fact of like, I show up at, at Thanksgiving dinner and I didn't want to come with a whole entire pie and be like, hey guys, like here's my pie and make people feel like they're obligated to eat it. So I just brought one. <laughs> like who brought this fucking sugar free, like low carb pie? Like whatever. But so I brought one piece for myself in a tub. No, of you dish, didn't. And I yeah, I did. And I walk in with a bottle of wine at Thanksgiving and like this one piece of pumpkin pie and Tupperware. And I'm just like, hi, can you put this in your fridge? You are an <laughs> asshole. Fun. You should have brought the whole pie. Yeah, but I didn't want people to accidentally take a bite. Even though my pie was good, I didn't want them to accidentally take a bite and be like, what is this shit? Like, why doesn't it have sugar? You know, because it's like once you get used to not eating a lot of sugar, which is essentially what a, um, a keto diet is, the littlest bit of sugar tastes amazing to you. It's like the holy grail. Like I had one M&M the other day, like the regular M&Ms, and it was too sweet. Like I've kind of been ruined. But I am one of those assholes. <laughs> so Listen, that was number one. Carry, carry a lunchbox <laughs> and drink at home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's, there's a little bit. I'm slightly kidding. But, you know... If you know what you can and can't drink, then it's fine. Like if you're able to walk up to a bar and say, this is what I want. You know what you're drinking okay. in accordance to your diet. So That's great. number two, number two for the people watching with live, number two was the people who come into the bar and instead of giving the bartender your order all at once, you know, you, you want to spread it out for some stupid reason. And so Chelsea hates that. Um, and make sure that I know you guys can't hear Chelsea right now, but make sure you tune in. I'm going to actually save this live episode so you guys can rewatch it and feel free to hit her up. Ask her at unsexy Chelsea. You can follow her right now on Instagram and just ask her your questions. Be like, what am I doing to be such a dick? How can I not be a dick at the bar anymore? I will be doing, um, the next, the next raunchy restaurants we do. If not the listener episode, I will be going live. So I, I won't be the, okay. So number three. Let's do it. Number three, guys. This is, like we just talked about, the great friend. And this is that person who is also a huge time waster that comes up to the bar, orders himself a drink, and then calls up their cousin, uh, their cousin's sister, and whatever. I guess that it would also be their cousin. But either way, calls up their entire family, friends, and acquaintances, <laughs> and orders a drink for every single person in the bar. Like, don't. 
And there's two reasons for this. One, because it turns into a time killer where they have to like wave their hand in the air and get their friend's attention and then wait for their friend to decide what they want to drink and still want your attention at the same time. Like other bartenders will deal with that. Me personally, I'll walk away. If you do not order a drink for me within like maybe a 10 second time frame, depending on how busy I am, like I'll just walk away. So I don't deal with the great friend. Like, hey, do your thing. Be that guy that orders drinks for everyone. That's great. It's a nice thing to do, but know what they want before you come to the bar, please. And also, yeah, dude, I always feel pressure with that. Like when the bar, when you sit down at a bar and the bartender comes up to you and you don't, maybe you like, don't know your, um, your order yet. You know, I'm always like, I'll, I'll know here in a couple of minutes. Just come back to me in a couple of minutes. Is that okay? Can I say No, that's that? great. That's the exact right thing to say. Oh, thank God. I, I don't know. <laughs> give me a couple of minutes because the bartender then acknowledges, okay, she doesn't know. I'll give her about five five minutes max and come back and check on you not the whole um um let me fill up this space um in time here with a bunch of random noises while i try to decide what i want to drink at the same time like because then i'm like sitting there waiting for you like waiting 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 and then at that point i'm like goodbye i'm not going to come back for 10 minutes because you've just now wasted my time I'm just dying imagining you standing there like, come on, bitch. Like, come on, just say you want the vodka soda. You want the vodka soda. I know you're going to order. <laughs> I, I started um, I started actually ordering for people. Like, if... Really? I, yes. And it actually works very well for me. Um, you know, being that I'm bartending locally now, it's a lot easier because I know the people that I'm bartending to and I have great taste, if I do say so myself. So if someone doesn't know what they want, I decide for them. And it, it works for me. <laughs> I don't know. If, I think so. I mean, I'm sure some people would take it as rude, but I'm straightforward um, as a bartender as is. Like, I don't really do the whole like flirting thing or the whole like, let me manipulate you into giving you giving me all your money. Like, I'm just straight up. So if you don't know what you want, I'll be like, hey, I don't have time for this. So let me decide for you. And I guarantee you'll like it. And it works great for me. That's awesome. So do you have any of our listeners like actually come into the bar? Because I see a lot of people will comment on your stuff and be like, what bar is that? I mean, clearly you're posting whistle stop. <laughs> you know, um, do you, have you had anyone yet? I, I have had a couple, but there are more people who just like want to do business with me, which is cool. That's fine. Keep it coming. Um, I do think that I have had people who have been listening to us come into the bar, but they don't say anything. And the way that I know this is that they just stare at me and like, <laughs> and then, oh yeah. And then the other night when I was, um, I go to this bar called Cheers in Fort Lauderdale, um, sometimes after work to eat food because I just like to eat all the time. And, um, what was the email? It was like, oh, it was from like some guy and he was like, hi, I'm sitting right next to you. And he sent that through, I believe it was our Instagram he go. it was something like, hi, I'm sitting right next to you and you're at Cheers. And I messaged him back and I was just like, I think you were sitting next to Chelsea because there's no Cheers in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a conversation with, um, with someone at Cheers that night who also worked at a bar um, in Fort Lauderdale. So that may have been who it was, but that was a really strange occurrence. Like I gave them my, my personal unsexy Instagram. So I, um, I also gave them my personal unsexy email. So I'm not really sure how that happened, but that's cool. Whatever, you know, keep reaching out, you know, give us feedback. 
send it, send it to Los Angeles, send it to my account. Who cares? I'm into it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So we are on number four. <laughs> this is someone that I really like. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed there's kind of a theme here against with all the things that I really hate as a bartender and it's wasting my time. Um, and this one is the attention hog who really just wants you to say, stand in front of them forever and they really don't know what they want and they never will figure it out but they'll keep you there and they'll talk to you about their dog about their job about what they ate for lunch that day but won't order a drink or tell you what they want to eat either and I happen to have one of those I had a guy <laughs> oh this is good so I have a perfect example of an ultra dietary restricted person plus attention hog that I had to deal with over the holidays who um, first wanted to tell me that he was super, super healthy and he didn't really eat fried foods. So I said, well, we have mahi tacos. And then he wanted to know what kind of tortilla we were using, what was on the mahi tacos, which I explained, what vegetables we had. And, you know, I work in a local sports bar, so the vegetables I have are tomatoes, lettuce, and red onions. And that is it. Like that is a very serious thing. And, um, after I explained to him what was in the mahi tacos, he proceeded to tell me that tomatoes are toxic because Tom Brady said so, which, (laughs) and I, I got to pause at this because I stopped and I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he said, um, tomatoes are toxic because Tom Brady said so. And I said, where, where did Tom Brady get this information and why is it so relevant to you? Well, just because Tom Brady said it. So right there, right then and there, I was like, there's something wrong with this person. Um, so after I explained to him what was in the mahi tacos, explained to him what vegetables we had, he proceeded to ask me if we had broccoli, in which I said no. And then he started to ask me other things um, unrelated to the topic, like about fried mushrooms, which I told him he wasn't going to like, but ended up ordering anyways. And then Was he me- homeless? No. This is a really weird conversation for someone to have. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is what I've been dealing with for the past week or two. Um, Like, are these people doing that kind of stuff to just be annoying? They're doing it to be attention hogs. He was looking deep into my eyes as I explained to him the seasonings that we rub on Mahi. Maybe he thought you were attractive and you were just being kind of a bitch and explaining (laughs) the seasonings in Mahi. (laughs) I'm not really ever rude to my customers. Like I'm a very nice person. Like I'm, I'm sarcastic, but as I'm speaking about things that make me angry, but when you come to my bar, I'm very gracious and I I like everybody to be happy. So when we started this conversation initially, I was more than happy to tell him, but it was about the third time um, he asked me if we had broccoli where I started to get annoyed with him um, and then it was deliberating over what he wanted to eat and then ordering fried mushrooms which I refer to this event as the fried mushroom debacle now where <laughs> he ordered fried mushrooms against my suggestions as well as the mahi tacos didn't like the mushrooms but decided not to tell me and let one of the bar customers eat them instead and, and then tried to have me take them off his bill at the end of the night which is illogical. So, you know, course- that's honestly something that I like. I find 
I, I never have understood the people who come into a restaurant and are like, hi, I'd like to send this back. Like even with drinks, you know how many times I've seen girls be like, oh, this is much too strong. And then they send their drink back. It's like, say thank you and just drink it. Like who cares if it's too fucking strong? They did you a favor. They're only supposed to give you two ounces. Well, here's the thing. Like not everybody drinks to get drunk. It's okay if you don't like something, It's if it's too strong, if it's too weak, um, you know, obviously there's standards of pouring. So if something's weak, like, and you want more liquor, expect that you'll pay for it. But if you don't like something, it's cool. Like, drink what you like, really? eat what you You're like. You're okay with that? Absolutely. Dude, I hate that. I get so annoyed. You know how many times, maybe I'm just too nice. I think that's the problem. Like, so many times I've had something that I'm just like, this tastes like garbage. And I just sit there and eat it. <laughs> it's rare. Me personally, it's rare that I'll do that. Like I'd really have to not, I mean, and I'm like a human garbage pail, so I'll eat pretty much anything, um, which is funny because I, I weighed myself. I weigh 119 pounds and I just continually eat garbage food, but that's neither here nor there. Um, no, it, it, it's okay if you don't like something. Like I'm not going to sit there and force you to eat it and pay for it. And you know, maybe you made a mistake in your ordering. It's fine. Not everybody knows or tastes quite as well as you or I would. But you don't let someone else eat your food and then expect it to not be paid for by you. Like that doesn't make any sense. That's like going in a restaurant, ordering a meal, eating the whole thing, and saying I didn't like it. Like it's not my fault that you let someone eat your food. So when I didn't take it off his bill he went over to the guy that he let eat his food and tried to fight him over it. Nine, <laughs> $9 worth of fried mushrooms. $9. I'm like, really? You didn't end up dating this guy, right? He <laughs> <laughs> no, really I lost me. No one gets this except for me and you. <laughs> yeah, right. No, he lost me at the um, Tom Brady situation. That he believed tomatoes yeah. were toxic because Tom Brady said so. I was gone then. He was way, way, way out of my dating standards, which is really sad because they've been pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy sounds like a douche. Any guy that tries to use a Tom Brady anything pickup line, that's a no-go. That maybe that-, that should be like one of our episodes. It's like dating pickup. Like, just don't do this shit if you want to date someone. Don't date Patriots fans. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch football. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I'm a flirtian. I went to a hockey... Seriously, I went to a hockey game, like, the other day. And the whole entire time, I was rooting for the wrong team. And I was really confused why everyone was standing up and clapping. And I'm like, that's that's not your team. And then I realized I was rooting for the wrong... Like, not the team that I was fucking there to see. And I was just like, wow. You should wow, probably only be allowed at basketball games. Because I feel like that's the only sport that you I, actually pay attention to. No. Oh, not I like that one. baseball games. Yeah, yeah, not I mean basketball is fun. It's cool. I like baseball. But anyways, back to number 5. <laughs> I was just to ask you if you enjoy watching competitive chess as well, but that's chess is actually fascinating. <laughs> bitch. <That's just, laughs> I find chess fascinating. I'm sorry. Like I have a lot of respect for baseball players I'm, because it's such like an intense sport, but I can't watch it. I really can't. Like it it <laughs> takes too long. All right, so we are at, we are going on to number five. <laughs> so this oh one. Oh, God, um, why are you laughing like that? Because this one applies to um, 
people that work in the industry as well as customers. And this is the connoisseur. So let me tell you, there's a special brand of asshole that seems to translate through um, the restaurant industry employees into customers where they seem to think that they know everything about everything. Like I worked with a girl who walked into a bar in down on Las Olas Boulevard in Fort Lauderdale and asked to smell their Jack Daniels. Like... Wait, she asked to smell the Jack Daniels. Like, Jack Daniels is not top shelf whiskey. No. Or bourbon or whatever. It I, is. I don't know why. I guess she wanted to test the quality of the Jack Daniels by sniffing it. But, I mean, Jack Daniels was my first love. And um, I can tell you that it all smells exactly the same. So she would, like, smell the Jack Daniels and then, like, smell all the other whiskeys before she decided which one she wanted to drink, even though she's drank all of them multiple times. She would do it. Um, I. This is a girl that you know? I no longer know her. Thank God. Oh. Uh, she, you she know, actually, she's treating Jack Daniels almost like it's a Blanton's or like McAllen. It's like, hey, can I smell that Jack Daniels right there? The one with the crusty label. Like, I'll smell that. It's, it's a like, really, it's doing? a really sad way to look way cooler than what you are in real life. And it's the same thing with customers. Like, the ones who know everything about everything and want to argue with you over like the the what's in a certain cocktail like please don't argue with me about what's in an old fashioned like there's many different ways to make an old fashioned yes absolutely but it's not something worth arguing over like if you like your old fashioned a certain way that's fine you know that's cool and maybe i'm using a bad example by saying old fashioned um a bay breeze okay like it's all pretty common shit or someone who comes up to the bar and likes to order a classic cocktail by its nickname because honestly I've been bartending for 10 years and half the shit I don't remember I really don't <laughs> like um, what's what's a good one um, Tom Collins uh, well Long Island or a uh, Long Island that's everything I think a Long Island is like everything good like well everyone knows no Long Island's easy but like there's ways of like ordering like a rum and coke with a fancy name that I don't remember because it's stupid but I have people who come up and they'll order what is simply a rum and coke by its fancy name which pause for a second because this is how dumb this is I don't even remember here I'm, I'm gonna google is this oh well I can't my keyboard's put away but if anyone knows the fancy Cuba, name is rum and coke it's, it's Cuba Libre oh why can't you just say Roman cult? Because you're an asshole. That's why. See, that's like some bougie, that's like some bougie ass patrons. That's what that is. Like you're in there, you're trying to act cool. Like, are these people normally on a date or do they just come in by themselves and be like, hi, I'll get a Cuba, Cuba. <laughs> Usually I get it from like lonely middle-aged men will come up and order a Cuba Libre and oh. then like. And then, like, joke about it a little bit. Like, I know I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you are. That's probably why you're alone. <laughs> but, or, like, people oh who want to debate, like, the origin. Like, there are people who will fight you about anything. Like, the origin of a drink or um, whether liquor has gluten in it. People want to argue with me about that, too. Like, you know what? Go home. <laughs> Just go home. Oh, my God. Amazing. Like I'm not 
Like Amazing. there's plenty, there's plenty of things that I've, I've learned over the years and definitely forgotten. And I'm always, I'm always open to being taught something new, but if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, just don't, please don't. So would you say that's the moral of this episode is don't go into a bar and act like you know what you're talking about? No, I'd say the moral of this episode is respect your bartender. If you know that they're busy, decide what you want to drink before you step up to the bar. If you're ordering drinks for your friends, figure out what they all want and order it all at once. If you have a dietary restriction, know what you can and can't not drink. Don't expect us to know for you because we usually don't. Like, hey, if you want a bartender's attention, that's fine. Choose a slow night to come see the bartender if you want to talk to them. Like, be respectful of your bartenders. It will treat you like gold. We love what we do, obviously. We're in the service industry. I like making people happy as long as people treat me with respect. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chelsea. I really enjoyed hearing um, the, this is our second raunchy, and I really enjoyed this. I think it was very helpful. Maybe you can help um, the people of the world not be such dicks to their bartenders. So, Chelsea, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at UnsexyChelsea and also on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash UnsexyChelsea. And you can also send me emails. Um, I would love to hear everyone's stories and comments and opinions. Um, Chelsea at UnsexyAmerica.com. Yay. Okay. So everyone, make sure that you blast Chelsea. Send her everything you can. Send her your (laughs) bartending questions. I want everyone to annoy Chelsea as much as humanly possible. That would be amazing. We should start a hashtag about this. Hashtag Hashtag annoy Chelsea. (laughs) Hashtag ask Chelsea. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We will, well, I will see you next week. (laughs) Bye.